Hi everybody, this is Tanashe. We are back with the TechZim podcast. And as usual, I am joined by Rufaro. Ah, yeah, put in some energy. It's <laughs> joined by Rufaro. Yes, that's more like it. Um yeah, so it's a, it's a bit chilly today. How how's it your end, Rufaro? It is very cold and it's only October. October is supposed to be one of the hottest months of the year, but surprisingly it is already cold. Ah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I love it when it's chilly. I have all the energy in the world, so I'm, I'm a happy man today. <laughs> but talking about a not so happy incident i don't know wow i don't know where where your opinions lie but today we were talking about can we call it the eco cash saga yeah i think it's fair to call it the eco cash saga yeah so maybe to give some bit of background and uh yeah if you are listening to this and you are not in zim or are not really familiar with Zim, I don't know. I, uh, we apologize if some of this goes above your head. Yeah, some of the terms that we use, sometimes we, we think they are so common when, when they're not. Eh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, to give some bit of background, so um, for several weeks now, if not months, people, particularly on, on social media, they have been complaining against EcoCash agents and by extension uh, against EcoCash itself. So EcoCash is a mobile money uh, service. It's the predominant mobile money service with 6.7 million active subscribers uh, in, in Zim. Uh, and by registration, they have more than 10 million registered subscribers so pretty big um and they say that's 90 percent of zimbabwe's adult population so it's crazy scale you know they 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 basically are almost a currency in themselves uh, uh, almost all retail payments uh peer-to-peer you know consumers buying stuff and all they're happening uh using their platform but some of their agents uh, are also selling cash so this is where you get confused if you are not in zim why are they selling cash <laughs> yeah I mean, it's like how does one person sell cash yeah you know so zim is an interesting country uh, so essentially, um, in in especially in informal uh, businesses, which is seventy um, percent or way more than that, actually, uh, of commerce in Zimbabwe happens on the informal market. And now, on the informal market, if you are buying goods and services using cash, you generally buy them cheaper than if you use electronic means like the eco cash and there are some services that you can't even access if you don't have physical cash 
So for example, public transport, uh, yeah, you actually have to beg them to, to take you where you want to go if you if only if, if all you have is mobile money uh, so so there's a demand for cash but zim is near cashless if you go to the bank today uh, my bank for months since last year they've been giving out 60 dollars per week and remember 60 zim dollars is equivalent to right now uh, in the power market rates it's about three bucks <laughs> us dollars yeah so that's what they will give you you know when you uh when you go to to withdraw and that's per week now if you need to commute every day and uh the public transport operator is demanding cash that 60 bucks is not enough for your commute for the whole week. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the, so physical cash is scarce, but we generally need it for commuting and other uh, such services and also to buy some, some goods cheaper. So now, uh, if you're out of Zim, I think you can now catch up to the reality that, ah, of course, there'll be a premium if you want cash, if someone is promising to give you cash, they may charge for it. And that's what these agencies have been doing. You give them dollars as cash. So you transfer it to, to their eco cash and then they give you uh, cash. <laughs> So there's been an outcry, people saying, oh, you cash, you should stop your agents from doing this, blah, 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 blah. And then it culminated with the central bank, the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe, then uh, saying mobile money operators. And to be honest, in Zim, that's essentially EcoCash because they have above 95% of the market share in mobile money. Stop facilitating what we call cash in and cash out. So cash in is when one goes with their cash to an agent and says, hey, here's cash, can you put, can you transfer money into my eco cash? Because I want to send my relative money or whatever it is. And then cash out is when that relative who has been sent money goes to an agent and says, I have money in my eco cash, I want to redeem it for cash. So that's cash out. So the central bank says, stop that service. And yeah, they stopped. <laughs> um, and interestingly enough, which I felt it was obviously going to be that way, um, uh, cash, the premium on cash actually got worse. So where, you know, they were selling uh, cash for 30% of the value, uh, yesterday, it rose to 100%. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And then by end of day yesterday, the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe kind of reversed their position. So 
are people caught up in Afrofaro? Yes, I think so. Although I, someone might be wondering what you just said, why did the agreement for cash rise simply from the closing of cash in and cash out? Um, so, 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 well, I mean, f- these are really market forces uh, uh, because by stopping that, there was now a restriction on how people can use EcoCash. So some retailers in, 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 in town were now declining to accept EcoCash altogether because they're saying, ah, well, you send us money to our EcoCash wallet, but then we can't cash it out. We can't, we are restricted to only using this money on this platform. So, ah, don't, don't pay with that. Um, so the demand for cash th- therefore rose because where I could pay with Eagle Cash, I could not anymore. I needed cash. So going to the agents, yeah, so of course the agents could no longer do the cash out and what all right that they were doing, but they, they had other means to, <laughs> to still accept your Eagle Cash and give you cash. So the de- with demand rising, uh, price has to rise with it. And the second thing, the agent also would say, ah, well, I'm taking on the risk of being stuck with this money on EcoCash. So when risk goes up, again, price goes up because you have to compensate me for the risk I'm taking. So yeah, it was a losing battle. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to, to just hear your thoughts ar- around this. Uh, so first I'll ask um, regarding EcoCash agents selling cash. Uh, do you think do you feel there was a problem in that these guys were selling cash? Uh, yes, I do think there was a problem. Um, um, okay, why? Because, well, cash in and cash out is intended to just be um, depositing and withdrawing without any extra premium. But these guys were taking advantage of the fact that cash is scarce, so they're now charging you um, extra and a premium on top so that you get access to the cash. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I have a commodity, um, so, 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 so yeah, money is not a commodity, but in, in Zim it is. If I, have, if I have something that you want and you are willing to pay for it, and I charge you for it. Uh, How is that wrong? If I'm the only guy with bread in the city and demand rises and I increase my prices because demand is risen, am I a bad guy? In that analogy, you're not. But in this case, I'm supposed to get that service for free like without any extra charges on top. So you then become a bad guy that you're 
essentially, like what I was saying, you're taking advantage of the fact that you're the only one who has cash, even though you're just supposed to give me. So if I say I'm cashing out $10, he's just supposed to give me $10 without saying, send me $15, for example. Hmm. So in the, the way the system should have worked was I, I was just supposed to get the cash without an extra premium. But like what you're saying, you're the only one who has cash. And you discover, oh, actually, I could make extra money on this situation that's there. So you're being mm. a capitalist, right? And then you're making the extra money. Uh, and that's, that's, the, not, that's on the assumption that capitalism is bad. Yes, that's <laughs> on the assumption that capitalism is bad. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, but how do I then distribute the little money that I have? I only have 100 bucks. And it's a hundred of you who want $20 each. How do I reconcile that? First come, first serve. <laughs> oh, I guess, I guess. Um, um, but the other caveat in Zim, obviously, is where are these guys getting, or getting the cash in the first place? So maybe yeah. there's a cost to where I'm getting uh, the cash from. Uh, because, like I said, in the banks, at my bank, they're giving $60 per customer per week. And it's not every customer who is going to the bank. Why? I haven't gone to the bank in a long time. So it's just a few people who are going to queue up at the bank and they're being given $60 a week. So how are these agents? Because you see them with crispy new notes, man. Yeah, and they are in sequence, you know, like the the note numbers <laughs> and sequence. Like it's like they're coming off the the printing press, right into these guys' hands. So, so I, yeah. So you you'd think that there's there's uh, there's some conniving that's going on with banks and probably the central bank themselves. Mm. Uh, yeah, and 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 well, we we just don't know, man. What's what's going on? But okay, let's let's grant that point. That okay, these guys were wrong to be doing this. Do you think uh, there's something that EcoCash could could have done about this about their agents? Uh, yeah, it's. It's hard, what could they have done? So for example, like what you're saying, this agent is sourcing the cash from somewhere, right? And if we assume they are paying a cost to get, to get that cash, right? Uh, mm -hmm. They have to then get back um, what, they, what they pay, right? And then make extra on top as well from the whole transaction, right? So if EcoCash was to say, guys, um, stop selling um, cash at a premium, right? the agents would be like, okay, so give us the cash uh, so that we can easily help people cash out their eco-cash, right? And then eco-cash says, oh, we don't have the cash. And on the other hand as well, uh, it's not eco-cash's problem that this is happening. Mm. It's just a fact of the matter that people are using this situation of scarce cash, right? And the eco-cash platform to do these transactions. So it's not because of EcoCash. It's, yeah, it's like what you're saying, that EcoCash is now a currency 
of its own and people are just swapping it for other other money mm. so i i i I don't think there's much that Eagle Cash could have done because if they had stopped the people, they would have then said, okay, give us the cash so that we can give them without selling at a premium. And if Eagle Cash does not have the cash to give the agents, or the agents will just continue doing what they were doing, or Eagle Cash would just close the whole facility. And if they do that, well, they're actually harming themselves. Mm. So, so yeah, I mean, I raised this point, um... With with someone the other time, and I was like, "Whoa!" But how would EcoCash know uh, if I if I cash out and I say I've cashed out a um, hundred dollars? How would EcoCash know that the agent actually gave me eighty dollars and not the four hundred? They wouldn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but this guy was saying, "Ah, whoa!" But I mean, they can trust some of. Uh, if someone is saying they've cashed out uh, uh, $53.15, they are, well, there's not so much loose change in Zim. I don't know, but I mean, you can get $53.15, can you not? Uh, the brown coins, I think, are gone now. Well, at least I know that public transport guys don't take them anymore. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the brown coins, it's possible. Yeah, the five cent coin, uh, it was there. Yeah, yeah, so maybe if it's 16 cents, perhaps, but I mean, it's really far reaching, you know, like to say, hey, uh, yeah, how, how do you know you can? then just prosecute someone uh, who's, who's innocent in all this. Uh, but EcoCash said they, they were shutting down. At some point, they said they shut down, was it a thousand agents or something like that? Mm. Or for abusing their system, they call it abuse. Um, so I don't know how they identified those people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the outrage, uh, particularly on Twitter, hey, it was, um, EcoCash is not doing enough. And people were even saying EcoCash is benefiting from this whole thing. They're getting transaction fees and stuff, which I thought was, was ridiculous, but uh, people seemed to, to think so. So there was this outrage uh, against EcoCash. And the founder of the Econet group, Strive Masiwa weighed in and was now talking about EcoCash being just a road and saying, oh, well, you can't dig up the road just because uh, there are thieves that are using the road. Uh, I didn't feel it was uh, as sincere because I knew no one was saying, hey, dig up the road. Eh? But people were saying, hey, put up roadblocks and, and checkpoints. Uh, whether or not it was possible to do uh, is immaterial, but Masiwa was not addressing that. He, he was literally just saying, you want us to stop operating? We can't. But no one was saying that. So I, I don't know uh, what that means. Um, and the Arab is at swooped in to, to do something. What do you feel about the RBZ's 
uh, reaction? Uh, yeah, I think someone had to come and, and stop this from happening. And if EcoCache was not going to do it, the higher chain was going to just step in and be like, hey, guys, you need to stop this. Uh, so I, whether the intentions are good, I don't know. But I think uh, it looks like it, it's a good thing that they had to step in and try and stop this uh, from happening. Mm, you think so? Yeah, in what way is, well, I guess it's because I don't want to pay a premium for cash. So if you manage to figure out how to have that stop, uh, it's good. Uh, but then if in figuring out how to get that to stop, you increase my, my costs, right? It then is not good because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you've kind of reduced the problem. Uh, which is in this case is what kind of happened. Or well, it's now much more frustrating to do this cash in because you're now limited to $100 per transaction. So if you want to get 500, you now have more transactions that you need to do and you have charges at each point. Um, so probably it's going to increase um, the, the premium of cash. So it's like, yeah, you've made it a little bit tough, but yeah, you've just increased the whole situation. Mm. Um, so I don't know about that. I don't, I don't because the, the, the root of the problem is there is a difference in the value of money, whether it's cash or electronic. But I think the person to blame for all this is the central bank. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, I think they just hijacked public rage to just be seen to be doing something. Otherwise they know what the actual problem is. Uh, but they were like, oh, okay, people are angry at this other guy. Let's also be seen to be, you know, with the people and punish this other guy to, to score some brownie points with the population. Um, because if they cared, they wouldn't have done it because their action resulted in cash moving from being sold at a premium of 40% to 100% in less than 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I mean, you raised, you, you, you mentioned something. So do you, do you buy cash yourself? Uh, for, for transport, yes. Mainly for transport, because that's the only place where, or the only thing that I pay for that I can't do with, without using cash, like what you mentioned earlier. Hmm. Okay. So I never do. Somehow I get by with us. <laughs> well, it's because I don't go to the bank. You go to the bank, no? Oh, yeah. Sometimes, but today it's every once in a very long while. So, where do you get the cash? 
because I can't imagine how you can survive without, especially if you're using public transport without cash. Well, I had I hardly ever need to, to use cash. Perhaps that's the reason. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, the few times that I do go to the bank, uh, so so yeah, there are times I, when I have to use cash and I usually have it. So I guess it's enough. That little money they give me at the bank, it's enough for the really cash-only needs that I have. Uh, maybe the story is different with my wife because, yeah, she's the one who does the shopping and stuff. I, I don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 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 yeah, I, it, it, my feeling is that they just did this, you know, for, for the sake of doing something. I don't believe it was it was sincere and and then they so 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 you see the bigger problem is the reason why there's a differential in the value of cash and money in electronic form is that people don't trust the government and by extension they don't trust the banking system including mobile money to say hey is my money safe here because the government is always changing posts so you can wake up one day and they say like what like what happened on the 1st of October 2018, they say, oh yeah, every time you transact, we will take away 2% of uh, the transaction amount as tax. Every time you tra transact using electronic means. So like overnight, my money has eroded value just at the stroke of a pen. So I would rather keep my money as cash because it's safe from these changing goalposts. And it's not the only thing, you know? Uh, at some point we deposited our money into our bank accounts as US dollars. And then the government changed and they said, no, what you have in your account is not US dollars, it's called RTGS dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't withdraw it as yes, dollars. So, so these changes and this uncertainty is what's causing that difference in, in, in value that the market ascribes to the form of money that you have. To say, hey, you know what? As long as it remains in an account somewhere, there is the government risk on it. So I'll value it less than cash. If you pay me with cash, I know that it's a bit safer than if you transfer it into my account. And also there can be a delay in settlement. Maybe you paid me today and then the money will reflect tomorrow. There's inflation going on. So by the time I actually receive it into my account, it's worth no, slightly yes. less. So it's, so really the big problem is the central bank and the government, and by doing what they did to say overnight with immediate effects, no cash in, no cash out. It was actually a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Like it's what people life. were scared of was actually what they were doing to say, ah, you know, these guys will stop us from cashing out. And they did. <laughs> mm. 
which is why the money shot up to have a premium of 100%. Um, so yeah, I do not believe this is EcoCash's problem. I do not believe it's the EcoCash agent's problem. I actually believe that the premium on money is just a reflection of uh, what's happening in the economy. And the finger should be pointing at the central bank and government. So, yeah. I know as a consumer, you, 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 you don't want to pay more. Uh, you don't want to go through all this, but uh, I think the anger has to be directed in the right place. Which is the central bank? Uh, which, which is the central bank? So funny enough, some weeks ago, the Zimbabwe Anti-Corruption Commission even weighed in on this, eh? Yeah. And they were like, well, we know what's happening with the EcoCash and their agents, and this is at the top with EcoCash. We know the EcoCash manager, and we think they were insinuating the EcoCash CEO, Natalie Jabangwe, uh, is not doing enough, and, and we're investigating. Uh, Oh, what what did you feel about that? Uh, yeah, that story skipped me. Uh, but after our conversation and what you were just saying, it's like, yeah, it's not an eco cash problem. Yeah, and, and, and I'm like, this is anti-corruption commission. I don't know where the corruption is, to be honest. Because money has just become a commodity. So I don't even think those guys who are selling cash in the streets, I don't think they are breaking the law. Mm. Mm. They're just selling you what you want at a price. <laughs> yeah. You make it sound so simple, you know. Yeah, they're just telling you what you want at a price. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, I don't know. Isn't it simple? Yeah, I guess it is. Um, And if there's no law saying it's illegal to do that, well. Well, there is. I mean, like, uh, yeah, some of the the laws that, that keep coming up, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, so multi-tire pricing is criminal. You know, multi-tire pricing is the whole thing that we're talking about, where if you are paying by bank transfer, it's this much. If you're paying by cash, it's this much. If you're paying by mobile money, it's this much. Uh, but yeah, what I don't know is if the law that says that's illegal is legal itself. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, you go down the rabbit hole now. Yeah. Yeah. So perhaps it's actually a good place to stop, eh? <laughs> Before we just get trapped into this rabbit hole. And, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a mess. Um, all we know is cash is being sold on the streets. Uh, it will keep going, getting sold and bought on the streets. Uh, EcoCash was stopped from doing cash-ins and cash-out at some point. Now they are allowed again. 
but you can only cash out $100 per transaction, which makes EcoCash stronger, by the way. Mm. Yeah, there was that question of friction is added on because they increase friction for the cashing out and not the cashing in. So money can flow into the EcoCash platform freely, but there's a choke point when it's flowing out. So, so for EcoCash, oh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. You would want money on their platform. So it's like what you were saying in one of the articles that uh, how whatever happens, EcoCash is going to be harmed or made stronger. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, so I don't know why, why the central bank doesn't see that. Well, but I, anyway, we said we are stopping this. So, <laughs> so we better, we better stop. Um, but this episode was brought to you by uh, TechZim Market, uh, where you can buy airtime using EcoCash. <laughs> so you can buy airtime on WhatsApp using EcoCash. So airtime of any network, uh, any of uh, Zimbabwe's mobile networks, uh, you can buy using your EcoCash. And no, we don't, we don't charge you any premium. <laughs> you don't charge any premium by TechZim Market. Um, so. So, uh, well, the favorite of many, the favorite way to buy is on Texan market uh, is to actually buy on WhatsApp. So the WhatsApp number is zero seven one nine one zero six nine six. What is the number? Zero seven one nine six nine six one zero two. Zero seven one nine. Six, 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 one, zero, two. So yeah. you WhatsApp, uh, you just send the message uh, on WhatsApp to that number. The message should, should just say airtime. A-I-R-T-I-M-E, all one word, airtime. Um, and yeah, uh, you'll be told how to do it. And well, it's, it's such an easy process. So you can buy your net one airtime, your tele sell airtime, your Econet airtime um, using EcoCash. And well, the EcoCash line can be in a separate phone, not, not your WhatsApp phone. It can be in another phone, doesn't matter. Even if the phone is a little got, we, we call those feature phones gods in Zim. I don't know why we do that. <laughs> the greatest of all time. Uh, ah, that's why it's a god. Yes. <laughs> but no, we call it a goat in vernacular. We call it a mbuzi. So, so, so saying goat is actually a translation. Otherwise, that word is a mbuzi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, even if your EcoCache line is in a mbuzi, you can just uh, WhatsApp airtime to 0719696102. Thank you, Barry. You got it. <laughs> All right. So thanks to Take the Market for sponsoring. And uh, always cool hanging out with you, Rufaro. Likewise, Tinashe. Uh, until the next episode. Ah, okay. Uh, we hope nothing crazy happens in between there.